Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer Staples. Uh, Unilever first this morning. We've got an in-depth and thoughtful piece of work from Lord Debout on how the Unilever bear thesis around emerging markets has become consensual and now over-discounts the risks. Unilever is at an all-time low relative valuation and it's one that's decoupling from other emerging market assets, so we push back on that bear thesis. Secondly, on Imperial, uh, report tomorrow. Everyone already expects a beat because earlier February guidance for down 10 didn't factor in COVID stockpiling support. And against this, they're losing share in the EU and they probably won't upgrade full year guidance. So this could be a disappointing event. We still like tobacco very much, but Imperial is not going to be the positive catalyst we hoped for tomorrow. Finally, in the news, COVID concern feels like it's moving to Latin America, particularly Brazil and Mexico. Obviously important for ABI and Heineken and to a lesser extent, Unilever, Nestle, and Danone. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Three pieces of research out this morning. First up, Kingfisher, we're reiterating the buy. The short term is more upbeat, which should underpin positivity to the shares, and the opportunity to reduce fixed costs is interesting in the longer term. In the mid-cap, we are updating our super dry numbers and estimates and new scenarios. We're not looking for a recovery until 2022, but valuation here is attractive. Maintain the buy. On Maison Demand, post the results. We're cutting estimates, but note that there is sufficient cash. Admittedly, this is a longer term play, but with valuation attractive, we're maintaining the buy here as well. Looking forward to the week, we hear from Walmart tomorrow, so I read across there for Kroger and Arhold, M&S on Wednesday, and Burberry and Luxury on Friday. Also note the short selling ban, in theory, should be coming off on all geographies ex-Italy. Bonjour from Industrials, this is Bruna. We got a lot of incoming when PSA and FCA put out a joint statement last week, cancelling their dividend, but saying merger talks are advancing well. Philippe has a note out saying merger spread pressure, shorting bans ending, new credit lines and scary Q2 free cash flow numbers could all add to the volatility in FCA and PSA shares in the coming weeks. Looking through that, we continue to find the merger logic compelling with high probability the transaction completes with limited, if any, adjustment. Technical factors favor FCA shares in the near term, but PSA fundamentals look ignored and any shift in terms would likely benefit PSA. Another edition of the Basher, Andy's new weekly product, where he goes through macro data and improving oil price and how the industrials perform. This week, we'll have trading updates from Avon, Ecentra, and Spectris. One last flag, we have expert call on finance captive market tomorrow. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Commodity prices pretty strong across the board today, uh, particularly iron ore uh, with futures over in China up to a 96 bucks a ton. Uh, that reads uh, very well for Rio Tinto, which is trading well down in Australia. And frankly, that makes perfect sense to us, given uh, the running spot prices through our models. Uh, we come out with a free cash flow yield well over 10% and a dividend yield well over 6%. Uh, for me, that makes this name one of the most appealing equity propositions across the resources space right now. In steels, uh, Alan Spence has cut his uh, Ocelo Mittal price target by one euro to 13 euros. Uh, that's on the back of the uh, capital raises which were announced last week and frankly which are still a little bit surprising to us. Over in energy, oil price is also strong. I think this is just further sign of the oil market rebalancing. 
Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Specialist Sales. First of all, Jerry Dellis was out late on Friday following a sell-side analyst meeting with senior management of BT Group. He's reducing the share price target from 260 down to 220, highlighting the stock obviously represents deep value here, focusing on a number of catalysts and triggers following a very detailed financial review. Next thing, Giles Thorne is out with a new subsector, the online comparison sector, uh, highlighting uh, initiating coverage on Money Supermarket uh, with preference over GoCo Group. So Money Supermarket is a buy, GoCo Group is a hold. We're now entering the era of delegated authority. That should that should see customer lifetime values improving and margins along with it. And we have a proprietary survey highlighting the analysis of input costs from a legacy approach versus the new approach confirms the impact on returns. Execution is key, and this informs our stock preferences. Again, initiating coverage on Money Supermarket and GoCo. Good morning from Healthcare. Pretty quiet start to the week. Uh, Electra announcing a significant looking order from uh, Genesis Healthcare, which is their largest customer. Uh, and Unity has now gotten through the 75 uh, target range. So that's uh, a positive there this morning. We raise our price target on Recordati as we think their Cushing's disease uh, franchise potential is more significant than guided peak sales. And we get into uh, uh, healthcare conference season uh, in earnest, a couple kicking off this week. And of course, please don't forget our own on the 2nd to 4th of June. Uh, please contact me if you're interested in that. Uh, more than happy to sign you up. Thank you. Good morning from Jeffrey's Financial Specialist Sales, Monday 18th May. Quite a week on the earnings front, but policy will continue to dominate the agenda. We've got the Eurozone PMI readings towards the end of the week that people will be looking at very closely for any bottom-of-the-right signals, which in itself has historically been a good catalyst for financials to pick up performance, albeit European banks are currently trading at a record low. In the non-bank area, we have uh, a four-month uh, train update from Julius Bertimore. It's a name that we've been uh, backing very hard, giving some extremely positive read-throughs from UBS and Credit Suisse in the past several weeks, uh, expecting a, a sizable pickup in their net trading income of 40% plus, and reasonable net new money momentum as well. Beyond that, you're next. Uh, we host a couple of calls on Friday, post the Q1s. The EPS revision chart there looks great for current year and also 2021. We remain between 10 to 15% above the street on our numbers on Euronext.